friends, let us pause and hold silence as we centre ourselves for worship. This is the house of the Lord. Here the word of God is set free. Let us stand in body or in spirit to recognise its life and place within this community. If you're able, please stand. Welcome to Worship Hour and welcome to guests in our mess this morning. For those joining us online, you are most welcome wherever you are. Today we gather as part of a story which welcomes all saint and sinner, included and excluded, first-timer and old-timer, foreigner and local, baby, elderly and in-betweener. Come as you are, for this is the Lord's house, and here everyone is welcome. Let us worship God. Name 127, or worship the King. Thank you. 
Let us pray. God of all times and all places, be with us in this time and this place, just as you have spoken to your people through prophets and poets. We pray that we might hear the word you speak to us today. Just as you have spoken to your people through deeds and miracles, we pray that we might have eyes to see the word you speak to us today. Just as you have called your people to act in the midst of your creation, we pray that we might have feet to walk and hands to reach out. Holy God, we confess that we have neglected to declare Jesus the King and model for our lives. We've been quick to call on others to follow the ways of Christ, yet we've been slow to do the same. We have been bold in demanding generosity, mercy and forgiveness, yet quiet when it comes to offering inclusion, love and compassion. Forgive us, O God, restoring us yet again the commitment to be more Christ-like in word and deed and in spirit. Holy God, through the generations you have spoken to us. You have sent voices crying out in the wilderness. You have sent the words of an overjoyed new father and an expectant mother. You have sent the assurance of a condemned man on a cross. Quiet in us any voice but your own, that by the power of your Spirit, you might hear the words you speak to us this day. He does now as we unite our voices with the church across the world in the words that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Good morning, boys and girls. That's good for quite this morning. I want us to think about some what we what we imagine a king would be like. So if we think kings. Where's the crowd? Yep. Rich. Bossy. Karen. Anything else? Powerful, mighty king. What do we think he would be like? Like Jesus, like that. We're just going there. You read my script. Nice clothes. So we like this. No. Thoughtful. Caring. White hair. Lots of kings out there. Generous. So we've got a mix here from the thoughtful, caring, generous, and bossy and powerful and mighty, and sometimes. Throne, so the crown, throne, robes, yep, absolutely brilliant. Sometimes you also think rich. Sometimes you think in older times that they would control big armies and they'd be powerful, and that's how they controlled the lands and the kingdoms that they owned, and would go and take over other ones. But let's think now, Angus, of Jesus. What did Jesus, how did Jesus live? How did Jesus, what characteristics did Jesus have? What do you think Paul when I think of Jesus? He was born in a manger, yep, so he was born in a manger, so a really humble birth. Caring. Brown robes, so not royal robes, yeah, because royal was purple. 
Anything else? What else did Jesus do when he went out and about and what he taught us? Right, so born in the, go right on it today, times to times Sunday, born in the manger, tied in a cross. We're getting there. To be kind, to help people, to be caring, we're getting there now, yes, we've got another one, another two to go. Loving, yes, we're on it, last one, we've got loving and caring. Oh, yes. Sharing. Loving, caring, sharing. Kind. Born in a manger, really a humble birth. Died in a cross at a common, common criminal and lived a really humble life. So it sort of goes against some of the things that we think of with a king. A normal king of an army being rich and powerful. Poor. Yeah, she didn't have. Oh, you're right, absolutely right. So we think sometimes of rich Jesus is poor, wore kings would wear purple robes and big jewels and crowns. Jesus wore brown robes, normal clothes, had a crown of thorns. Everything was the opposite of what we think of when the king and the Christ the King Sunday when we remember that Jesus came and was born in a manger and travelled all the way, teaching us how to be kind and love and care and share all the way to the cross that is always there for us and teaches us how to be like the servant king, like Jesus, to love and care and share and be kind. The king of love my shepherd is.
compliments that are ready. My intonations are longer than the sermon. Food Bank continues this Tuesday, West Halls, 10 to 12, 7 to 8 p.m. in Main Street. Please support that if you can. At the Food Bank for the next two Tuesdays, so this week and the week after, you can uh, bring any donations for a Christmas toy collection to support the children of prisoners at Perth Prison through a cross-reach um, partners. There's a list, hopefully there's a list maybe on our website. Is it on yet, Ronnie? We've got a list, yeah, list on the website of, of uh, suitable items and we'll get that on Facebook as well. So the next two Tuesdays at the Food Bank or Sunday the 4th of December you can bring items to church. That's when Cross Streets will come and we'll have a Christmas gift service. Book Club details are still at the back of the church. If you wish to go along to that, please put your name on the list in your preferred time. Um, big thank you to the social committee to everyone who attended in support of the, the Bears Den Fiddlers. Um, last night at the West Halls. It was a fantastic evening from everyone that was there and £150 was given to the fiddlers for the chosen charity of the Trussell Trust. So thank you to everyone who arranged and supported that. Next, uh, this coming Saturday, um, the Guild Christmas Market in the West Halls, 10.30 until 1. Um, 2.50 adults, £1 for children. You can pay at the door or tickets will be available from Moira and members of the Guild after the service or activity. Door teams, a new door team roster and daughters have been emailed to everyone, so many thanks to everyone who's agreed to serve on new welcome teams and to all uh, new members who have volunteered. If you think you are in a door team but haven't received an email, then please speak to Matthew or to Helen. And there's still space for one or two more uh, to serve on one of these teams, um, so it's only a couple of times a year, so if you wish to please speak to Matthew Helen or uh, myself. And there will be a short induction for new door team members, but actually some of the people who have been on door teams have spoken to us and said they haven't actually ever been shown how to ring a bell or etc. So if you wish to come along to that, it will only be for an hour, I'm sure you'll maybe get a cup of tea, um, Saturday the 7th of January at 11am, Saturday the 11th of January for a quick walk round of the duties for the door teams. Year of the Stories was launched at Drive on Wednesday evening. It was a fantastic evening. The, the stories, the films were amazing. So a big thank you to Frankie and all of the team who, who brought that together to a high school, to Anne Curry who supported the work of Great High Peoples and, and interviewing people and putting it together and, and posting it as well. It was a great evening and we'll be putting these um, videos on to our YouTube channel and sharing them with the wider community in the coming weeks. It was a great event, so thank you for that. Advent Reef will be um, hopefully on the go for next week. Any holly ivy, pine cones, uh, etc., things that go on these reefs. Anything I'm missing there? Anything else you need? Pine cones, holly ivy, um, cuttings, any general description. In the rose garden by Friday would be brilliant. Put them in a bag in the rose garden by Friday so we can get them and get that done. That would be great. Tier Fund concerts in a couple of weeks. Thursday the 8th of December. It's the 10th anniversary. There's only half a dozen in Scotland every year. Really be pleased to see a big turnout from our congregation and local area to support it and the work of Tier Fund. £8 a ticket, live Christmas concert, Thursday the 8th, 7.30 in here. You see um, there's somebody up the back of the church today with tickets or you can go online. It's on our Facebook and our website. You can do it online through Eventbrite, but please support that. New members, there's been one or two people have spoken to me about it. If you wish to transfer your certificates from elsewhere or join the church, either by profession of faith or um, through resolution of the church session, if you have another church connection, then please speak to me in the next week or two. It's something I tend to do in the lead up to Christmas. And oh, flowers. Each week, as you can see, the flowers are enhanced. They enhance our sanctuary every week, and people who receive them really appreciate them. We get many letters thanking us for that. The 2023 rota will be drawn up soon and we're needing some more volunteers to either provide the flowers or donate money for the flower ministry um, or assist with flower deliveries. So if you could help in any way um, with the flower ministry then please speak to Helen Dunn 
or myself and I can give you contact details for Helen. As I read last week, I have a citation to read to the congregation from Clyde Presbytery. The Presbytery of Clyde will meet in Shinnan Parish Church, Old Greenwich Road in Shinnan, on Tuesday the 22nd, this Tuesday at 6.30pm. It's an ordinary meeting where Presbytery will discuss the draft mission plan previously circulated for the cluster in which your congregation is located at an order of the day is detailed below. Where consideration of any cluster has not concluded within the allocated time, further discussions shall continue at an online meeting of Presbytery held for that purpose on the 29th of November at 7pm. Your cluster sits with the, your congregation sits within cluster B and an order of the day has been set at 7.40 on Tuesday the 22nd for this cluster to be discussed. Your congregation is cited to attend for their interest and is entitled to respond to the report through a contribution of one person representing the congregation. Indications of a desire to contribute should be sent to the Presbyterian Clerk. The long and short is Helen Dunn's attending on behalf of the congregations or one representative allowed. I think it's going to be live streamed on YouTube. However, they've pulled the report now, such has been the backlash. I'll touch it in my, in my sermon. Um, so it's not actually going to be a decision made on the Presbytery plan on Tuesday night. There's only five Presbytery could do. Um, but we're still cited, so I have duly intimated as I'm legally obliged to do. That's all. Our intimations require we now sing the anthem rejoice, the Lord is King by Wesley and Archer. Scripture lesson will now be read by Matthew Alexander. Let's listen for God's word. 
course, we're reading from Luke, chapter 23, reading verses uh, 33 to 43. When they came to the place called the Skull, there they crucified him, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Christ of God, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine and vinegar, and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insult at him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth. Today, you will be with me in paradise. The word of God, the people of God. One hundred and twenty-nine. The Lord is King. Lift up your voice. Spirit, with all the words you use and limit ourselves in using, may we find the gaps and silences and dare expand and grow beyond the limits. May we speak cautiously and pause generously in our speech and seeking of you. So be it. Amen. Today we celebrate Christ the King Sunday, but of all the titles given to Jesus, 
this surely sits most uncomfortably. We like our saviours accessible and near at hand, but not too grand and certainly not lording it over us. Jesus would almost certainly have been uncomfortable with the phrase too. And when we look around the world in recent years, we see a real vacuum of leadership. In the UK, we've been led by a Prime Minister who played the circus clown, immoral and untrustworthy. And then we actually get a clown who crashes the economy, is in office for 49 days. If you bought a sofa from DFS, you could have returned it and get your money back in the time that she held office. And our leader up here, always blaming someone else, deliberately misquoting stats for our own ends, overseeing ships with wooden painted windows, and a mantra, but we're better than Westminster. What a benchmark. And then we have Trump and his walls. And now we have old Joe leading what was a powerhouse of the world. And we have Putin and Kim Jong-un and various other psychopaths. And we wonder why the world is in the state it's in. And all that before a staff from the Church of Scotland, a COO, and various others in high-paid leadership roles in the central offices. No coherent strategy or policy, except cutting to the bone. Ministers facing extraordinary fuel bills for living in houses that they're told to live in with very little help. Your own minister facing monthly fuel costs of over £600 a month and that's working with a blanket during the day in the study. When we asked, or when I asked the pastoral support team at 121 for help, twice it's refused. And I quote, we do send our best wishes as you navigate this both personally and alongside those you're called to minister to. Thankfully, those I'm called to minister to have more compassion. Continue with this leadership and the Church of Scotland won't need to worry about reducing the number of charges in presbytery planning because they'll have no ministers. In the last three weeks, sorry, in the last week, this last week, I know three experienced ministers who have demitted their charge and left the kirk. And as for presbytery planning, the process is utterly astounding. Cutting without strategic insights or missional intent, the debacle of our own presbytery's plan, which has now been pulled such as the furore they have received. They've gone back to consultation phase if only they had consulted in the first place. The kirk has been placed in existential crisis. True leadership is not simply about issuing commands. It's about setting an example and showing what needs to be done and then getting on with it and doing it alongside others. Gordon Brown, former Prime Minister and son of the man, said last week on Songs of Praise, previously politicians would go round and say God is on our side. But I've always thought we have to be on God's side. We have to do what we think 
is right. We long for that kind of leadership from our politicians on all sides today. Jesus' leadership was found in washing disciples' feet. His throne, as our children said this morning, was a cross. His crown was made of thorns. A complete inversion of that victorious conqueror image. No golden palaces, no fine garments, no privileged existence for the servant king who is Jesus. Today's reading in Luke's Gospel reminds us particularly as we head into Advent and Christmas beyond that the baby whose birth we anticipate and celebrate was on a road that led from manger to cross, from Bethlehem to Calvary. A road that was marked with all the trials and tribulations of life. A road marked with tears and with laughter. A road where ordinary and extraordinary things happened. A road where friendships were made and betrayed. A road where hard work was done and times of rest were enjoyed. A road where prayer and singing and silence all played a part. A road travelled in company and alone. The story of Jesus' kingship is a story that pulls the curtain back on the suffering God. Is Jesus Christ is captive and brokenhearted, torn between the folly of human shortcomings and frailty and the unquenchable love that God unfailingly, unswervingly pours out on his people like you and like me. In amidst all the pain and brokenness, the betrayal and the doubt, the shattered dreams and the uncertainty, the promise made about Jesus at his birth, and what we call the incarnation, is that God is with us. And is with us today. Those words from the cross, today, you will be with me in paradise. Not tomorrow, not at some second coming. Today, you will be with me in paradise. It's not a story for the squeamish. But the world we live in is not for the squeamish. The story Luke tells about God and his gospel starts in the poverty of a stable and weaves its way through the mighty being knocked from the thrones, the lowly being lifted up, the hungry being filled, and people being called by name. Jesus begins his earthly life in the forgotten stable and ends it abandoned in the cross. So what are the marks of leadership. In the play King Lear, as you know, and a spoiler alert for those who don't, it doesn't end well. Everyone dies. And after three and three quarter hours, the audience are mostly dead too. For Lear, the marks of kinship could not save him from his own folly. All the gifts he gave away brought no blessing, revealing only the emptiness of human power. And Lear dies 
a broken man. And we might be tempted to argue the same for Jesus. His marks of kingship, a mocking crown of thorns, stripped naked on a cross, vulnerable, rejected, mocked, bleeding, looking abandoned, denied and betrayed. Yet in Luke's telling of the passion scene, Jesus is not alone. On one side, a mocking thief, supported by the taunts of the soldiers and the crowds. The world knew what a king should be, should sound like, should behave. It wouldn't have been that breaking body on a wooden cross. But the marks of Jesus' kingship are found in forgiveness. Jesus has spent his life preaching liberation to the captives, healing those who are sick and lame. His kingship is not based on conquest, but in love, in mercy, in forgiveness and hope. His last words to another human being before his death and resurrection were words of forgiveness. The forgiveness that marked his kingship from start to finish. He asked forgiveness for the people who had treated him so cruelly. And for the penitent thief crucified alongside him. Jesus, consistent with his mercy and his love, points the way to heaven. Jesus includes him in the kingdom of God. Truly I will tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. The marks of Jesus' kingship are forgiveness, mercy, inclusion, love and hope. What marks of leadership do you show? What marks of leadership do you show at home? In your relationships? In your workplaces? In your clubs? Or organizations to which you belong? What marks of leadership do you show in our community and in our churches? What marks of leadership do you show as a youth organization leader, serving in door teams or as an elder or serving tea and coffee? Are the marks of Jesus, the servant king, the marks of love, mercy, inclusion and hope found in the way that you shape your life and help shape the lives of those who you meet day by day. Glory be to the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forevermore, world without end. Amen. 128. How shall I sing that majesty?
worship God in the giving of our offering. The offering will now be uplifted. Holy God, you have looked upon your people with mercy, generosity and love. You have granted your favour to your people, offering them redemption and wisdom. And so we offer these gifts for your hurting and broken world. May they be multiplied to do your service. May they be strengthened to do your work. Loving God, you have assured us that the days are surely coming when your people will know peace, when people will know justice and righteousness. Confident in your promises, may we follow the example of the servant king. You have assured us that a leader will come to rule with wisdom. We pray this day for those in particular need of justice, righteousness, and mercy. We pray for the trampled, the ignored, the brushed aside. We pray for the homeless, the loveless, and the helpless. We pray for His Majesty the King and for leaders in governments, homes, communities, and schools that they may know the influence of wisdom rather than power and follow the example of the servant king. You have assured us of the mercy and safety of your people. We pray this day for those who only know violence, those whose countries have been torn apart by invasion, civil war and private armies those whose communities have been forgotten by all but the warlords and gangs, those whose homes are places of danger and fear, 
rather than sanctuary in love, may they declare, follow the ways of the servant king. Lord of all creation, we pray this day for the reign of Christ. We pray that in the midst of chaos, we might hear Jesus' words to us. That in the midst of heartache, we might know Jesus' presence. And in the midst of a cacophony of voices, we might proclaim that Jesus Christ is King. And hear those words for us today. You were with me in paradise. All these prayers spoken, and those spoken only quietly in our own hearts and minds, will lay before your throne of grace. In Jesus' name, so be it. Amen. Following our final hymns of the benediction, we then sing the threefold Amen and the blessing. Praise God from whom all blessings flow as the Bible leaves the sanctuary. 436, Christ triumphant ever reign.
great into the world in peace. Be of good courage. Hold fast that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honour all people. Love and serve the Lord. And as you go, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with you all forevermore.